Welcome back to another live stream, everybody. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to my studio. Welcome back to another Friday. If you're watching this after the fact, uh, welcome to another video. If you're listening on Sounds of the Future, welcome to another episode. Uh, if you are listening or watching afterwards, make sure to hop in next time. We go live every Friday at noon right here on YouTube. So come ask some questions. Come hang out. Come say hi to everybody. And uh, come, you know, meet some cool people. For everybody uh, who is hopping in live, welcome. Welcome to the live stream. I'm just going to jaw as usual uh, until everybody sort of hops in here today. I hope that you're all having a good day out there. I hope that everybody's had an awesome week. I hope everybody is jazzed for a great weekend. And if you're dropping music today, I hope it's going well. Um, all the things. Uh, let's see. What's up, everybody? Bulldozer, what's up, man? Broken T. Yo, what's up, dude? Zarby. Hey, dude. Dr. Syrup, what's up, man? Uh, Kalen, yo. Thanks for hopping in. Dude, thank you guys all for um, for hopping in here so quickly today. I appreciate it. Um, I'm glad that y'all are all here, man. Let's see. Uh, so we got some questions already. Bulldozer. Um, all right, your question. My release campaign, 167 view content for $83. I ended with $0.39 cents, uh, cost per conversion and stop due to high costs. Spotify stats since last Friday, plus nine followers, 240 streams, 109 listeners, and 94 saves, only Facebook ads. Uh, audience, 120 million detailed on lookalike off. Okay. Uh, I assume lookalike expansion off. Only Instagram stories. Tested six audio clips at 15 seconds. Please let me know what you think. Okay, cool. So let's see. Um, I, I will say that, um, on the cost per conversion, <clears throat> yeah, not amazing, but that happened to me with holding on. Um, I think I dropped that song in like, it was either the end of February or beginning of March this year. And I had just come off the back of my campaign for lions, my release campaign for lions, killing it. And I thought, well, I've got all this figured out. Lions converted at like 15 cents per conversion. Um, and then holding on, I, I think I couldn't get it down below. I definitely couldn't get it below 30. I want to say I couldn't get it below even like 35 cents. It was very much in line with what you're experiencing, Bulldozer. And so I got sort of dejected and thought, well, I'm just going to turn this off. But then I thought, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to push it for longer. I'm going to run it to the end of the week because Lions I had run for three days and I, I my plan was to run holding on for three days. And I thought, you know what? No, I'm going to run it till at least Friday. Uh, I'm going to add another hundred bucks to the budget. Uh, I'll adjust it down to $25 a day on Monday and we'll just let it go. And so that's what I did. And I ended up getting a result. It was not nearly as good as Lions, but I did get release radar and I did get uh, I didn't get discover weekly, but I did get release radar a couple of small bumps and I don't know what that song is at currently. I guess I could just look it up, but I got over, I got the song over 10,000 streams. Um, let's see. Lifetime for holding on is now it's at 17.4 thousand streams. So not amazing compared to the other tracks that I've dropped, but I stuck it out and was able to get a result. So you might think about turning it back on and just putting some more time into it. 
Um, based on what you told me, the followers doesn't surprise me on a release campaign going to the song. You're not likely to get a lot of followers out of that. Um, I would like to see more streams for sure. Um, 240 streams isn't going to be enough to get a lot of work done algorithmically uh, in the first week. But for $80, $83 spent, that's, you know, that's about in line. So um, you've got $120 million with Detailed On. That's kind of small for Detailed On to me. Um, if you're not using all the Spotify territories, I would do that. Or at least make sure you're using every country in North America, South America, Europe, and Oceania. And maybe try that and turn it back on because the other things look good. Maybe even try Lookalike Expansion on as well. IG Stories only is totally cool to me. Um, but I would, you know, keep pushing it. I think you can get a result. may not be the result you want, but it's better than nothing. So that's my thought on it. Um, Let's see. Uh, Luno, yo, what's up, dude? Thanks for hopping in today, man. I'm glad you're here. Um, Fabulous FM, yo, what's up, man? Thanks for hopping in. Uh, Harry, what's up, man? Thanks for hopping in today. Uh, so let's, uh, let's see. We got some questions above. I'll work my way down to you guys. Um, so Kalen, okay, so you've got a question. Hope you're... Uh, well, uh, starting off, I uh, hope you're well, hate starting off like this. Got it. Okay. Uh, but every time I start a new campaign, regardless of what ads I'm running, the prices skyrocket. For instance, no matter what I do with targeting demographics, lookalikes, my prices start low and start to increase all the way past a dollar. It's been really frustrating for four months straight. I tried running the growth campaign for $5 a day for two months, but it seems to not be helping Facebook with data learning. I'm not sure what to do at this point. Yeah, that's very weird that it would continue to just go up and up and up and up. Um, I wonder, the first thing that pops into my head is maybe try making a new ad account and warming it up and maybe even making a new pixel. Like just like, you don't have to make a new business manager. You don't have to make a new page. You don't have to make a new Instagram. You can make a new ad account and you can make a new pixel and start in a different lane and create new audiences and see what happens. That's the first thing that pops into my head. I don't want you to have to do that. So I'm trying to think uh, on the fly here of a different option to, to improve that. Um, if you're, so you're running at $5 a day for two months, try to try to bump that growth campaign up to $10 a day. See if that helps. Um, and then like if you're using one ad inside of that, um, make a new ad video audience, with just that ad, and then make a view content audience that just has the URL of that landing page. So make two audiences that only have to do with that song. And then from there, make lookalikes based off of that and see if those do better. If you can like confine the data a little bit. Hey, PHE, hello, what's up? Thanks for the super chat, man. I appreciate you. Um, or maybe it's Fahello. Sorry if I mispronounced that. That's my bad. Um, all right, let's check out your question. Uh, how to know which variable is working in an ad set? Okay. Uh, I, e.g., if ad set has three variables, I want to get cost down. How to know which variable is good? So this is why I split test kind of one thing at a time. Um, if I'm going to test something new, I only change one variable at a given time. That way I know I've isolated the difference. So if you've got three variables here, 
um, test a different ad set against that current ad set where you change one of those variables and see the difference and then do it again and run each of these tests for a minimum of three days. I would recommend a week for each one. Run each test for a week. So you're going to have ad set one, all three variables, ad set two with some one variable changed, ad set three with one variable changed the week after that. And then the week after that, you change that third variable and see which one does the thing. And then you'll know you'll be able to isolate which one it is. That's a great question. Um, P yellow. All right. P yellow. All right. Got it, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, sorry, I mispronounced that. Okay. So uh, let me back up here. Uh, Broken tea. Thanks for doing this, man. You're so welcome, dude. Uh, okay. Dr. Syrup. Have a question. Facebook says 227 conversions. Tonden says 167 click through. Spotify Live counter says 59 plays. It seems odd. Is it normal? Um, 59 plays for 227 conversions is low. Generally between 50 and 60% is what I like to see as far as streams to conversion ratio. That's good to me. Um, so that's a little low. The toned in Facebook discrepancy isn't too concerning because they set their clock to tra- change at a different midnight. It's a different time zone. Um, I know Facebook is at GMT zero UTC zero. I don't know when toned in changes, but I know that it's different. My guess is it's probably like New York or LA time. Um, so it's, it cycles to the next day at a different time, which is why there's that discrepancy. Um, as far as the day is concerned, if it's a total discrepancy, I think that might be because I can't remember which I think toned in doesn't count repeat clicks from repeat people. So if the same person's clicking it twice, I think toned in might count that as one and Facebook might count that as two, in which case it would explain why there's a low percentage of plays to the amount of conversions you're getting. Check your countries where you're getting streams and check your countries where you're getting the most impressions, which roughly translates to probably where you're getting the most conversions because you can't track that anymore. Cross-reference those two. There's probably a country or two on Facebook where you're getting a lot of traffic and it's, it's not transferring to listeners. And I would check the age demographic. If you have any targeting from 13 to 17, I'd turn that off. Go 18 plus only. And that should fix that. Let's see. Zarvi, bad week for crypto. Didn't see the dump. Co- yeah, I didn't see it coming either, man. Things were looking great. But honestly, like it's it's not too bad of a correction. Like It's not like it was earlier this year. Um, and it's certainly not like last year. So, I, you know, it's this is how it goes. All sphere and love and crypto, right? It's is what it is. I'm sure it'll come back up at some point. Um, I'm honestly in the law in the 10 year game. I'm not worried about it. So it's just, you know, you get to buy at a discount now, which is good. <laughs> uh, fabulous FM. OK, 10 days into my. Uh, hey, Eddie, thanks for the super chat, man. I appreciate you, dude. Um. All right, I'll answer your question real quick. Do you believe the one song a week strategy, Russ, could work in 21? And how long should you promote a song that's reacting well, low cost conversion? Uh, I think, I mean, if you have the bandwidth to drop a song a week, yes, it can work. But that's, that is taking on a lot of work. If you're doing everything yourself DIY, you're probably going to burn out, run out of gas, and then you're going to turn off for six months. And then you just reset yourself to zero. Plus, it once a week, you are not maximizing your opportunity for algorithmic traffic on Spotify. If that's what you're optimizing for, I think you, I think it should definitely be a major consideration in your strategy. Um, 
my recommendation is no more frequently than one song a month. One song a month is still pretty much lightning speed. And I think it's a very effective strategy. You maximize the opportunity for return as far as algorithms are concerned on Spotify. And you don't overwhelm yourself if you have the bandwidth to take on a song a week. Now you've got a backlog of content that you can sort of create in the background and batch, which is always a good move. So I think it can work. Yes, you kind of like blitz the audience with a ton of work, especially if you've never dropped anything before. If you do a song a week for like six months or something, then you get a catalog built really quickly. And there's definitely merit to that. On an ongoing basis, I would recommend maybe slowing it down a little bit just for all the reasons I mentioned. Thanks for the super chat, man. I appreciate it. Um, okay. So fabulous FM, um, excuse me, 10 days into my conversion campaign four countries account for 50% of my unique link clicks and 16% of my ad spend. Spotify shows I have zero listeners in these countries. Would you recommend removing them? Yes, absolutely. Pull those countries out of there because they are eating up your budget. And I would also, uh, like I said to, uh, Dr. Syrup, I would check your age targeting, remove ages below 18 because they generally aren't going to convert well. Uh, let's see, Harry, how long have you been producing for? Man, I have been producing music for about 20 years, I guess. Um, I've been a full-time musician for like, what, 12 years or so. Um, and I've been producing, releasing my own material for about two and a half years. I have been in a lot of bands. I have produced a lot of bands, but I had never sang on any tracks that I'd shown anybody. In fact, I never wanted to sing in front of anybody and I never produced my own music by myself until 2019. So I've been doing that since uh, January, 2019. So a lot of experience that I then applied to myself. <laughs> uh, Daniel, yo, what's up, man? Happy Friday to you too, buddy. Um, let's see, John. Hey dude, thanks for hopping in today, man. I'm glad you're here. Um, all right. Benavidez. Uh, hey, Tom. Awesome content. Thanks, dude. Uh, my release campaign has 2,249 conversions. Okay. But the song has 943 listeners in that same period. And that includes around 300 from release, release radar. How could I optimize? Um, so kind of, kind of the stuff that I mentioned uh, previously to a couple people, check that age demographic where you're targeting versus where people are listening. And then I would, um, check out uh, where you're getting conversions from versus where people are listening. You might need to pull some stuff out of your targeting to clean that up. Um, but it looks like things are going pretty well. So that's awesome. Hey, Dr. Syrup, thanks for the super chat, man. I appreciate you, dude. Thanks, Tom. Hoping to get better results, man. I think you definitely will be able to. Um, yeah, just this. I mean, this is how it goes. You know, just every opportunity, test a little something new, change one thing, see how that goes for three, five, seven days. And adjust something else. And then eventually one day you'll pick your head up, you know, a few months from now and you'll be like, wow, this is really working on autopilot and I don't have to think about it as hard anymore. So it's just part of the process, man. I think you'll definitely get it figured out. Thanks for the super chat. Um, Broken Holiday. Yo, what's up, man? Thanks for hopping in today, dude. Uh, that's awesome. Thanks so much for all you do for us, man. You are so welcome. Thank you for the gratitude. I appreciate it. Elective Theater. Hey, man, hope you're well. I'm doing great. I hope you're doing well, too. Thanks for hopping in today. Um, okay, Bulldozer, I'm on 78% of people that viewed your landing page clicked through to stream your music. Some countries like Turkey might kill it due to click farms and bots. Um, yeah, that definitely 
Um, Click farms and bots are definitely something to watch out for. They can get you. Um, Boo Rose. Yo, dude. What's up, man? Thanks for hopping in. Let's see. Uh, Harry. Hi, Tom. So I think the reason, uh, oh, first of all, hi. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so I think the reason ads uh, cost per conversion is so high is because as per Facebook in European regions, they have a new policy change with the browser cookies that began in July 6th. Yeah, they've been changing um, a lot of stuff lately. And it's I'm, I think we're all still trying to catch up to what exactly is what at this point. Um, let's see, you continued with, but I don't, uh, they said that advertisers might experience decreased performance, but I don't understand why that happens to some people, but others don't. I think it like a lot of it depends on where your music and your advertising resonates with people. Where is that audience? Where are they coming from? I think that has a lot to do with it, uh, is, a, is in terms of like how your performance is affected. So again, it's, there's changing so much. I don't, we're still trying to catch up to see what's what at this point, which is really frustrating, but I think it'll, it'll all level out at some point soon. I hope. Um, let's see, Mark. Yo, what's up, man? Finally back here to watch it live, dude. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for coming uh, to the stream today, man. Um, I see Caesar. Hello. What about with Latin American artists? Will it still work? Yes, dude. Absolutely. In fact, especially if your music is, uh, in Spanish, Spanish has, Spanish language music is uh, having a huge success globally right now. Um, so I think you're in a great spot. And a lot of Latin American and South American countries, um, like per, uh, I was going to say kind of per capita, I guess, uh, are consuming a lot more new music than other countries. So if you have Spanish language music and you're promoting your music in Central and South America, um, then you're in a great spot, man. So it will definitely work. Hey, Eddie, thanks for the super chat, man. I appreciate you, dude. Uh, what's too long to promote songs that convert well? There's not really, you know, two years. Uh, I mean, my song, my ads for Lions are still running. I dropped that song in January. I hit, I had a huge release or a huge uh, Discover Weekly spike this past Monday with that song. And it's been out for nine months. So there, you know, run it until Facebook tells you like, this ad has gotten exhausted. It'll give you a little notification like your your ad has oversaturated or something. I forget exactly how it's worded, but no, you can run it for a long time, man. Keep it going. Um, Let's see. Bulldozer, did you, uh, Tom, did you not release more than three songs in 2021? No, I have only released three songs this year. I have uh, not taken my own advice because I have been busy building out uh course and new websites and uh adding a whole bunch of stuff to try to help everybody so i've put my own music on the back burner i have eight songs eight vocal songs i've released i'm gonna add two new songs and drop a full length album my plan is to waterfall release two eps next year and then drop the full length record with I i'm still de determining how i'm gonna do it I'm either going to add an intro and outro or add two songs at the end may release one of them before or may not release either of them and release the eight songs I've dropped and then two songs on the album only. I'm still figuring that out. So yeah, I've only released three songs this year. Um, I, I know it's bad. <laughs> I'm going to do better. I'm going to try. Um, Harry 20 years. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, man. I've been doing it for a while. <laughs> uh, I got started. I mean, as a kid, you know, like most of us do. So, 
been at it for a time. Uh, let's see. Kalibo. Uh, hey, Tom and everyone. Hey, dude. Hope you're all well. Uh, have you considered an ad campaign to grow an audience? How would you approach that? Maybe targeting people interested in crypto and music? Yeah, I think you could definitely do that. Audius isn't necessarily a priority for growth for me at this point. It's really more of like a an experiment to just watch what happens. I'm just interested to pay attention to it and see how it progresses. Um, so I'm probably not going to run ads to it yet, but I think if you were to run ads to like people, yeah, who are interested in probably like listening to music on Spotify, or you could pick all of the streaming platforms and people who are interested in crypto, like narrow for that, you know, Spotify narrowed for crypto. You could probably come up with a pretty good list of people who'd be into it. I think that'd be worth doing. Pyralid. Hey dude, how you doing, man? Thanks for hopping in. Um, I still have to respond to your message, by the way, and I'm sorry I haven't gotten back to you. Uh, I'll reply after the live stream. Um, Teddy, what's up, dude? Uh, I just started a new release campaign similar, targeting similar artists. Okay. Uh, about how many conversions would you think is a good amount needed to create a lookalike audience based on conversions? Okay, so you need, um, you need 100 conversions in one single country to make that lookalike audience. Generally, I find that by the time I get to like a thousand conversions, I'm going to have a hundred in one place usually. So try to get to a thousand conversions. If you don't have that hundred, then keep running it. Or you could make a second ad set targeting one country where you've gotten, say the most impressions just to like put it over the top and get the hundred conversions in one place so that then you can make your lookalike audience. Let's see, ZTVZ, what Spotify countries do you think we should eliminate from targeting in addition to India, Thailand, and Indonesia? Those are the only three that I would keep out consistently right now. India, uh, for, for the reasons we've discussed so many times, it's, it's just that traffic is so inexpensive and it's going to eat up your whole budget. Uh, Thailand and Indonesia have instituted age restrictions on who you can target. So if you're targeting 18 and up, uh, you're going to have problems with those countries. So I just pull them out from there. If you want to pull out countries that you're sort of concerned about uh, the way I do it is rather than trying to like identify specifically one place or another, I will usually start out by targeting North America, South America, Europe, and Oceania. And I'll just leave Africa and Asia out at large no offense to any of them, nothing but love for all of them, but I'll start with those four because generally bot farms seem to come from like the Southeast Asian countries and a couple of African countries. So I just exclude the continents altogether for like a week or two and run my ad so that it can sort of find who I'm looking for. And then when I pull them back in, things generally tend to perform well. So that's how I get around that concern. Uh, broken tea. What motivates you during the early phase of starting a fan base? It feels daunting starting at zero, man. That's such a good question. It is hard. It is really, really freaking hard. I would be an absolute liar if I didn't say that it's a lot easier now to make YouTube videos now that I have 11,000 subscribers than it was when I had 11 and same for Spotify. When I had no listeners on Spotify, that horrible, less than a thousand mark next to every song, and, you know, 32 average monthly listeners, like it sucks and it's tough. Um, the thing that 
kept me going through all of that was the absolute desire to prove other people wrong. And it wasn't even that like somebody was being like mean to me or saying negative things to me. I just, I guess I created this sort of like fake avatar in my mind of like them. And I would think to myself, if I don't see this through to the end, if I don't win, then I'm a quitter. And if I'm a quitter, they're going to know. And so I, the only way to silence this sort of like fake group of people that I've made up in my head, you know, anybody who might be a hater is to see it through to the end to win. And really what that is, is to win against myself. And so it was just about proving really at, at the core, proving to myself that I could do it. And it still is. Honestly, that's probably one of my biggest motivating factors still to this day is proving to myself that I can do it. Like I'm, I'm 36. I'm not trying to be a 22 year old pop star. I'm not trying to be the most famous person on the planet. That's not my goal. I want to prove to myself that no matter your age, no matter where you are, no matter what you do, you can build a revenue stream and a career based off of making the music that you like if you want to. And so I just want to use myself as a guinea pig to prove to myself that that's possible. And that that's, I think that's probably one of the biggest motivators that keeps me going. Now, now that we've grown on this channel to like, I mean, we're getting close to 12,000 subscribers. Now, an additional piece to that is using myself as an example to prove it to you guys and to everybody else. I want to be a motivating factor. I never want to be the guy who says, do this and I'm not doing it, but you should do it. I don't like that guy. I don't want to be that guy. And so I want to be the guy who's like, this is what I'm doing and I'm going to lead by example to prove that it's possible. So I'd say that's how I keep my motivation is now that I know people are watching what I do, there's even more pressure to deliver. And I, I, but I thrive under that. I like that pressure. I like accountability. It makes me work harder. Um, <clears throat> okay. So now that I've uh, stepped off my soapbox here, <laughs> um, let's see. Stra uh, Star Razor. Okay. Hey, Tom. Uh, hey, dude. Ran our own ad campaign for the first time with help from your videos. Love it. That's awesome. Uh, it's been a week since release and the song got 3,500 streams. That's what's up. I love that. Thousand listeners, a 58% save rate and a popularity score of 22. All beautiful. We thought it did pretty well, but we think it still didn't get on RR today. We don't have many live listeners in Spotify for artists. What else could we do to try to trigger the algorithm? So my guess is that you are probably going to get a push next week. Keep it going, even if it's for a lesser amount. Keep pushing on it, and I think you'll get there. To answer your question specifically, what else can we do? Keep releasing music and keep performing, because your artist popularity score is a factor as well. So if this one didn't blow the doors off, it's definitely going to pull those metrics up for you as an artist. And the next one, you're going to have probably more likelihood of doing the thing that you want to do because your artist popularity score is going to be higher. You're going to have more listeners. You're going to have more saves. You're going to have more streams. You're going to have more followers. All of these things, you know, rising tides raise all ships, right? So all of these things are drops in the bucket of water that raise your ship. So keep just keep going. That's the most important thing. Just keep going. Keep running campaigns. 
keep dropping music and eventually it will work itself out. Uh, elective theater finally have enough conversion data to create a good lookalike audience. Okay. Um, what, uh, that is getting a far better cost per conversion. How long should I run it against the original before I turn the original off? At minimum, I like to run uh, a side-by-side -side sort of head-to-head -head matchup for a week. So at minimum, I'd run it for a week. You might think about running it for two, depending on the results. Look at your results after a week. If it's crystal clear, uh, not a question, go ahead and do it. Turn off the other one. If you want to see how it plays out, you're not hurting yourself by running it for an extra week. So. When in doubt, always play it safe and always play the long game first. Patience is critical with advertising. Uh, Broken Tea, what is a waterfall release? Okay, so a waterfall release, and I'm going to do a video on this sometime soon as well, is basically like if you have, let's say you have five songs and you want to release all five of them. Technically speaking, you'd release the, the first song five times. So you'd release song number one, and then you release you release as a single. Then next you release song number one and song number two as in a two-song EP. Then you, So you release song number one twice now. And then when this goes live, you pull this one down. Then you release song one, two, and three as a three-song EP, and you pull this one down of song one and two. So now you've released song one three times, song two two times, song three once. Same thing with one through four, and the same thing with one through five. So by the time you get to the five-song EP, the first track has been released five times, second, four, third, three, fourth, two, and the fifth song has been released one time. And doing that, because you're using the same master, the same IRSRC code, song number five just keeps stacking data. It just keeps stacking streams and listeners. It doesn't reset every time you re-release it. You're releasing technically the same song in the same recording, the same metadata. The only thing that's changing is the the title of the release. So that song, all of those streams compound. So every time you send traffic to say song number five, which you're using to promote the EP song, number one is getting played and you're not even having to technically promote it because it's part of the EP. So you kind of like bundle your data together and get a lot more uh, streams and money bang for your advertising buck doing it that way in theory, as, as I understand it. So that's, I'm going to test it because I've never tested it. I've never tried it. I've heard about it. I've seen other people doing it, but I want to try it and report on it and show, you know, show you guys whether or not it works or if it just completely sucks. So we'll see. Uh, let's see. Uh, ZTVZ. My music is also in Spanish. Okay. Um, I have previously tried targeting only to South America and Central America, but cost was high. I expanded to many of the Spotify countries. The cost has reduced. Sorry, press enter. Okay, the cost is reduced to about 40 cents, so it's getting better. Okay. Yeah, man, I wouldn't be overly concerned about throwing your song worldwide because it's in Spanish. Um, even if somebody is not a native Spanish speaker, Spanish-speaking songs still do great. I mean, think about how many people actually know the words to Despacito. Like, People who speak Spanish do, but tons of people like in the United States, for example, don't speak Spanish and they love that song. So I think regardless, we've reached, I think we've reached a time where regardless of the language your song is in, it has a global potential audience. So 
no matter what language your song is in, if like the track is dope, the melody's great, um, then I think that you can win with all speakers of all languages, or at least with a lot of languages, um, multiple international hits in languages that, you know, most people uh, in certain countries don't even understand. So yeah, throw it everywhere, man. Uh, Lil, Lil Alec. Okay. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, hey Tom, sent you a DM on Instagram about song trust. Okay. Sorry. I haven't gotten back to you, man. I went through my DMS the other day and I got through like 50 messages, uh, but I still haven't gotten everybody. So I'm trying, man. Um, they collect all the publishing royalties and make it really easy. I think it'd be a dope video to make. Okay, dude, thanks for the, um, thanks for the suggestion. I'll, I know about song trust. I just haven't used it yet. So I'm, I might need to just hop on that and go ahead and do it, man. Thanks for the recommendation. I appreciate it. Uh, Burrows, I've been following your strategies for a while now and always wondered, why do you move your winning ad from release campaign to growth instead of just keeping it in growth? Aside from uh, changing the link to direct them from the song to the artist profile, what are the pros and cons of doing that? Um, <clears throat> the reason I do that is because I don't want to, I don't want to change my budget in my growth campaign from ten dollars a day to fifty dollars a day for every release, and then taper it back down because I'm going to put everything inside that growth campaign back into the learning phase if I do that. I also don't want to scale it up from 10 to 15 to 20 and all the way up to 50 because that's just a lot more effort and energy and having to pay attention and doing math. And quite frankly, I don't really want to do more math than I have to do. Uh, so I just find it easier to create two different campaigns. After that, I like to separate campaigns out by destination and purpose. So my growth campaign, the destination inside of that campaign is always my Spotify profile, regardless of the ad. And the purpose of that campaign is to grow Spotify followers specifically. Streams are a byproduct. With a release campaign, the destination for that campaign is the song itself. And it's only one song. Every single ad goes to that one song. And the purpose of that campaign is to get streams on that one specific song. So you have two different destinations and two different purposes in these campaigns. And that's one of the main reasons I split them out. I prove performance of the ad and the ad set inside the release campaign so that when I pull it into the growth campaign, performance is all but guaranteed because I've proven it in the other one. And that's why I think that it works. Steven, yo, thanks for the super chat, man. I appreciate you. Uh, hey, Tom, into day five of a growth campaign. Uh, getting a lot of conversions, but almost no results. Oh man, I'm sorry. 148 conversions so far, but only two new followers. Advice. Yeah. So, okay. Number one, make sure that button on your landing page is going to your Spotify profile and not to the song. Uh, you want them to land on your profile so they see the song, they can play, and that follow button's right in their face. They can click that. You want to remove that friction. Um, make sure that uh, so you're getting a lot of conversions with almost no results. Okay. So that's, that sounds like that might be the biggest thing. Secondly, I would pay attention to where you're getting conversions versus where you're getting streams. If there's places where you're getting a lot of impressions on Facebook and nobody's listening, pull those out of your targeting. Also check the age breakdown of who you're targeting on Facebook versus who's listening. If you're targeting anybody from ages 13 to 17, get rid of them and start at 18 at the bottom of your targeting up to wherever your fan base is. 
if you haven't done the full wide look at everybody thing yet, set an ad set 18 to 65 plus all Spotify territories, conversions, get your audience over 50 million narrow for Spotify, narrowed for Spotify, I should say. Um, one ad, ad creative looks just like your landing page, looks just like your album cover. So it's a cohesive experience. It says, listen on Spotify on the ad. They get to the landing page, they click the button, they go to your profile. Do that ad set, duplicate it, and turn on detailed targeting expansion and run those two next to one another and test them for two weeks and you should see your costs come down and your followers go up. Really fast answer. <laughs> um, okay, uh, where was I? And you're winning. Okay, uh, so Boo Rose, I answered your question. Uh, Harry, okay, so I have a lookalike audience for hyped it clicks and 95% video views, okay? They're both 20 million size in total. Do you think uh, would be best to do an ad set with both and exclude the European regions? I would, what I do is I take um, those two custom audiences that you use as the seed for those lookalikes and the two lookalikes and I put them all four into one ad set, but I wouldn't exclude the European regions. I would put all four of them in the same place, but I would include all territories and see what happens. Teddy, uh, would you ever consider creating a new pixel and showing people how to start out using conversion ads instead of showing results from a successful ad account like yours? I feel that would be dope. Yes, in fact, I walked through that entire process in the course that I am almost finished with. So I, um, I probably will do a video on like how to create a pixel for YouTube, um, but the full detailed walkthrough of everything starting like i mean starting from making a facebook page is going to be in this course so i'm going to give you like you have literally never run ads you don't have an ad account nothing starting from square one creating all of that um warming up an ad account creating your pixel all that working up to a spotify growth campaign working up to a spotify release campaign and then how to add new songs to that on an ongoing basis like it's all in there which by the way reminds me uh i have not had forever an email sign up and a lot of y'all have asked me about it i added an email sign up form to my website tom dupree the third.com tom dupree iii.com um if you want to know when specifically what i've been asked about is when the course is going to be available and when i start running ads uh as an agency for other people I'm definitely going to let everybody know who's on my email list. So if you want to go drop in your email and, and know about that stuff, go to my website and drop in your email. And I'll definitely tell you immediately when all that stuff goes live. I also send out just a little short newsletter every Friday where I take an idea. Um, it's kind of like a higher level mental model idea and distill it down and apply it to what we do specifically as musicians. So like today's newsletter was about comparison being the thief of joy and like how that applies to making music on the internet. So that's what you can expect if you put your email in there. Um, and if you don't, that's totally cool as well. Um, I'll definitely throw that kind of stuff wide here on the channel too. Um, and on Instagram and all that when, when it comes out, but long answer to your question, all that's covered in the course and I probably will do, um, a video on some of that setup stuff as well, uh, here on YouTube as well. 
Let's see. Um, Canal. One of my songs has 16,000 streams. Uh, sorry, I'm burping lunch. Uh, gross. Uh, one of my songs has 16,000 streams and a popularity score of 22. It's starting to get a little Discover Weekly streams. Is this a sign of triggering the algorithm soon? Um, I think, I mean, you're definitely on the up. Yes. 22's, 22 and Discover Weekly is very interesting to me. I, I don't know if that would that would necessarily say you're going to get a push. Um, but it's a good sign. So keep it going um, because that's definitely a good sign. Okay, uh, so Pyralid. So I already told you this, Tom, but my lookalikes are not performing better than my cold targets, sometimes even worse. Does anyone else have this happening? Really want to know what's up because I have enough data for the lookalikes for sure. Yeah, if anybody, Pyralid and I have talked about this in uh, a little thread that he and I have, just the two of us, and we can't figure it out. Uh, if anybody has any feedback for him for that question, I would love to hear somebody else's thoughts uh, and see if anybody's experienced anything like that as well. Cause it's, I've been trying to rack my brain to help him solve this problem and I have no doubt we're going to get to the bottom of it, but it's frustrating me that we haven't gotten to it yet. So um, yeah, any help would be great. <laughs> uh, ZTVZ bro. Thanks for your feedback. I really appreciate it, man. You're so welcome. Tom, what's up, dude? Hi gang. Who's living the dream, man. You know, I am. <laughs> Hope you are too, man. I'm glad you're here today. Uh, soul solid force. It's crazy. Months later, I have not got my Facebook ad account back All my LLC. Things are good and got my website with card. I need to get back to the ads. Um, man, you may have to start a new ad account. If it's been months and you still, they won't give it back to you. You might think about starting from scratch. I know that's not what you want to hear, but you might need to do that. So I don't know. Keep, keep pestering them. That's frustrating. Them, man, I'm sorry. That's, that sucks. Uh, let's see. Let's see Owen. Yo, what's up, dude? Thanks for hopping in today, man. Uh, getting 30 cents a conversion. Okay. Not bad. Uh, $15 daily budget. Only getting 50 Spotify downloads saves a day, but it's only been a week. Any suggestions or should I just keep this thing running and not touch? Definitely don't touch what's currently running. Don't make any edits or updates to what's active. If you want to test something new, duplicate and change there and run against. Um, but with those stats, if it's only been running a week, um, yeah, I might think about making a duplicate and running against. Um, when in doubt, try to broaden your targeting um, if you can or want to test that and try different visual ad creative first before you change the section of the song. If, if you want to try to get it down um, in, in this case, or you could try different sections of the song, with the same visual. I would probably, honestly, I'd probably do a combination of both. I take three visuals and, and a second section of the song, two sections of the song, three visuals, six ads, new ad set, broader targeting. See what happens. Um, how long does it take for your ads to optimize and get to the performance level when you move them from release to growth? When I add an ad to growth, it is super expensive again, as if it has to figure stuff out again, all over again. Usually mine happens really fast. Um, I will pull it into the growth campaign and within a day, maybe 48 hours, it's pretty close to where it was in the original one um, and stays there. 
So um, if it's starting over like that, <clears throat> Facebook, for whatever reason, clearly doesn't have a firm understanding of who your audience is. And I don't know why that is for you. But that's what I'm getting from your experience so far is that they don't there that algorithm just doesn't understand that doesn't have an avatar picked out for you which is odd to me um i don't know why that would be but if it's starting high inside your growth campaign that tells me that's probably what's going on so we got to figure out how to dictate to them more or to, to the ai more who who it is you're looking for i think uh, Tom, have you adjusted your ads for places like Thailand and Indonesia where minimum age is 21 or have you ditched those countries? I just ditched them, man. Um, I had them in there for a while, even when I was getting the warnings, but recently they made it so that you can't even set your ad to active with the boxes checked on those ages in those countries. So I just pulled them out completely. Um, I wasn't getting a ton of listeners from either one, so it's okay. I'm sure like India, I'll probably still get listeners on Spotify from those countries just because of how the algorithm moves and pushes your song out to people. Because uh, I still get a fair amount of listeners in India. I haven't advertised in India ever. So I'm sure I'll still continue to get listeners there as well. But yeah, I pulled them out. Z, okay, you asked, I just put my first ad campaign on Facebook. How long will it be in review? Thank you. Okay, yeah, great question, man. So it can take a couple of days. It can. Usually it happens within 12 hours, uh, 24 max, but it can take a little longer. I always schedule my ad campaigns. I try to schedule them at least a week before they go live just to make sure that the review process is done by the time everything kicks on. At minimum, I would, I would advise you to schedule them, create them, and schedule them at least three days before you want them to go live, just to be sure that you don't worry about that. I always like to err on the side of caution with this stuff. Um, that's just kind of what I have started to practice in it. More patience, more caution, less hands-on, um, slower to adjust and react, and it seems to work out better. Uh, Broken Tea, how do you plan on distributing your course? Udemy, uh, they are a great site, and I can see you do well there, bro. Check it out. Get paid. Uh, I'm actually going to host uh, everything on my own site with uh, Thinkific. So it's thinkific.com. I'm not going to do it on a multi-course site where other people have courses. Uh, I'm going to host it on my own domain and sell it there. And my plan is to have ultimately have a suite of courses, all of which sort of complement different sections of the journey as an independent artist and build out kind of one mega course where you can buy these individual courses if you want to. And just, if you just want to learn about Facebook ads, you know, for Spotify, there's that course. But I want to have it all like the whole tech stack in one big mega course, kind of like full-time filmmaker, uh, Parker Wallbeck. I don't know if any of you have heard of that course you haven't, go to fulltimefilmmaker.com. Look at that landing page. It's a course about making videos, but they have Full-Time Filmmaker, which is like a mega course. But inside it, there's like a bunch of different courses that they offer. And you can take any of those individually if you want to, or you can take the big course that has everything in it. So that's ultimately what I want to get to is to have like a big course. It's like, if you want to make music on the internet, this is everything you need to know. Uh, but yeah, all on my own site. 
but I appreciate the Udemy um, shout out, man. That's uh, want me to get paid. Thank you. <laughs> um, Boo Rose, I watched your new vid about combine, combining ad sets, and I tried this with two winning ad sets to put them into one new campaign to make it clean. I duplicated them exactly as they are, and only one is getting results. The other one is getting next to no impressions. I duplicated it correctly, but somehow only one is working. Any idea why? If you put it into a new campaign, that might be part of it. If you put it into a new ad set within the same campaign, um, just just leave them on. Uh, at some point, that other ad will probably start getting impressions at some point, and, it, it, and it'll wax and wane. Like you've proven, um, you've proven that those both of those ad sets and ads are successful. So if they're both going to the same place, especially if they're in your growth campaign, they're both going to your profile, kind of doesn't matter which one gets the impressions and which one gets the conversions. They're both there to work for you uh, and they'll work for you when the time is right and they won't if you don't need them to. So just let them go. Let them sit. They'll be fine. Um, Benavidez, since iOS 14 update... Lookalikes based on pixel data have been underperforming. If you have an email list, try doing a lookalike based on that. That's what's up, man. Good looking out, dude. Thanks for the recommendation. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for sharing that with everybody. Uh, Soul Solid Force, getting a new account, like new Facebook-like uh, page. Yeah, so I think if you have to start from zero, I think you have to, you may have to have a new Facebook page, definitely a new ad account, new pixel. You can keep the same business manager. You may even have to do a new Instagram, but I'm not positive. So you might try making a new ad account and connecting existing pages in Instagram, see if that works. If that doesn't work, disconnect. New Facebook page, reconnect them, see if that works. If that doesn't work, disconnect. New Instagram profile and connect the new page, see if that works, and then that might do it. Um, but yeah, you have to create some new stuff, which sucks. Uh, let's see. Burrows, okay, you said to Pyralid, I had the exact same issue about cold targeting performing way better than lookalike and definitely have enough data for decent lookalike. I was very confused while this was happening too. Super frustrating. Okay, well, I'm glad Pyralid's not the only one. <laughs> uh, it's frustrating though. I wanted to give you your flowers quick. Okay, Teddy, uh, my first song I ran ads on off of your info on conversions. It's been out seven months. Just hit 130,000 streams on Spotify and booked our first paid show. Dude, that is what's up. That's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. That's killer. I'm so glad that you have had success with that track, Teddy, and that you've got a paying show. That's awesome, man. Thank you for telling me, dude. And I'm so glad that I was able to help in a small part of that. That makes me very, very happy. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, better no use. Okay. Hey, Tom, should I start with link click campaigns? I started off running conversions campaigns, was getting conversions, but no real results. I tried tier one countries and was still struggling. So if you've never run ads at all, I would run an awareness campaign uh, first uh, for one week. And I would set everything up sort of like how you've seen on my channel with a landing page that goes to your Spotify profile. So run an awareness campaign for a week um, and run it only to... North and South America, Europe and Oceania, leave Africa and Asia out. Then do a traffic camp, or you can do a second ad set where you have Africa and Asia with a budget cap of cap the budget at $1 because a lot of your ad spend is going to go there. So you can do two ad sets if you want, but split them out into tier one and two. 
Then a traffic campaign set up the same way. You can just run the four continents in tier one, or you can do tier one and two and cap the budget for Africa and Asia again. Traffic campaign for a week, then run a conversion campaign and put all the countries into one, or excuse me, all continents and all countries and continents into one ad set from there for conversions. And that might get you worked up to having it perform a little better. Um, let's see, Pyrrolid. Yeah, it's so weird. I've been doing ads for a year now consistently. It's just gotten down here for the past five releases. Yeah, it's so odd, man. Uh, stage hoppers. Hi, Tom. Uh, we'll word this question uh, the best I can. Okay, under my tracking in ads, my pixel says domain tracking and has my URL. Underneath that, there's pixel only tracking and has my pixel's name, but does not let me select that one. My pixel ID is the same for both options. Will this have an effect on my conversion ads? Um, I think everything should work well, should work just fine. If I am visualizing the spot that you are talking about correctly, I think everything should be just fine. Uh, because I think I know where it is, your where your pixel is there and it's grayed out. I think you're okay. Test your landing page with your events test tool to make sure you're getting the right page view and the right view content. And if you are with that link that's in the ad, you should be okay. Also make sure that that, um, that event is attached to that domain using your um, aggregate event setup tool. But I think you should be okay, yes. Uh, let's see, King of the Dot. Uh, after implementing the lookalike audience and targeting my conversions, price dropped to three cents. Then today they shot up to 30 cents, but it's slowly coming back down. My question is, why is that? So that's weird, but sometimes that happens when um, like toned in can go down for an hour or two, or you might have something funky like happening with Spotify, like these things kind of happen in software land from time to time. And that can make that happen. Sometimes it just depends on where in the world people are clicking through in the ad. So when you're asleep, somebody on the other side of the world is experiencing your ad and maybe the traffic just doesn't do as well there uh, as it does on your side of the world. So a lot of factors play into this. Definitely things are going to fluctuate. Um, that vibration should minimize over time though. Uh, with every ad you add. Yeah. <laughs> so if it, if it keeps happening, it's cause for concern, but one time here and there is not too bad. If it makes you feel any better. My ads uh, started out more expensive today than they normally do as well by a fair margin. So I think something must've happened overnight last night. Um, I'm in central time in the U S so whenever overnight is for me around the world, um, something happened. Uh, let's see, Z, thanks, Tom. You're very welcome, man. Uh, let's see, Burroughs, very strange. Have you found out why it happened for you? Did it get better? Just keep doing cold. Uh, I am Pritz, sir. I've been producing music for the last four years, okay, without any breakthrough. How can I get up in a stage? Please tell me, sir. So, um, there, I mean, this is that's a, a pretty open ended question. There's a lot of things you can do. Um, firstly, always make and release new music consistently on a consistent basis. Um, if you can drop a song a month, killer. If you can drop one every two months, that's fine too. Uh, drop music regularly, post regularly to the social media channels of your choice, pick one or two max to really focus your attention on engage with everybody. 
do this, hop into live streams and say, what's up, make friends. Uh, this is great. This is exactly what you should be doing. Um, anybody who comments or DMs you on anything, reply, get to know these people. Um, take your brand seriously. One photo everywhere, the same bio everywhere. Um, really think about your identity as an artist. And then once you've done all that, start running ads, uh, go through my channel and, uh, start, start running ads. I've gone through most of it on here and start driving traffic to your Spotify profile to grow listeners and streams, work as many jobs as you got to work, stop buying cups of coffee. If you do, um, put $10 a day into your ads every single day for three years. And then you'll get to a point where your ads pay for themselves and you've got free marketing and you've learned a ton over the last three years and you've released hopefully a lot of music at the same time. So that's where I would start. Uh, broken tea sounds good. Looking forward to supporting you, man. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. Blue Rose. Thanks, man. You're very welcome. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I'm reading through your conversation with Pyralid because I want to know what you guys are talking about. Honestly, couldn't get to the bottom of it. Dang it. Uh, I kept my release campaign going for like two weeks for that reason, just to see if the lookalike would improve. The cold continued to only get better. Man, that's so weird. Ryan, what's up, man? Thanks for hopping into the live stream, dude. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. I believe it is. Uh, I'm pumped to help out. <laughs> Thanks for hopping in today, man. Uh, Z, I just learned a, uh, a bit about Facebook Pixel. Do I need a website to use it? It seems to add, it seems it asks for to embed some code in the website. You need you need a page that is on your domain to put your pixel in it to use with Facebook ads. What does that mean? Right? So you can have a, a website if you want to, if you want to go to like card and make a website with card, uh, there's a link in the description of this video. If you haven't checked that out, uh, easy to get to, um, you can build a landing page there with your website. You can put your pixel on that. Um, or you can use a service like toned in and, uh, you can add your pixel to toned in and you can connect a subdomain to toned in. So, um, if you, you know, let's just say your website is z.com, um, which would be amazing if you had that by the way, but if your website is z.com, then you might point z.com to your card website. So landing page, uh, if you go to Tom Dupree, the third.com and see my website, that's what I'm talking about. It's just a basic landing page. It's got my links an email, sign up, those kinds of things. They're very simple. It's basically a hub to find me. So z.com is that. And then like music.z.com. You attach a toned in, connect your pixel there, um, and then you'll get data from your toned in landing pages when you send traffic to Spotify. Uh, let's see, John. Uh, hey, Tom, I was just perusing my ads during this chat and noticed that suddenly all of them show that I have no conversion events selected, even though I clearly had set them up with conversions. Anybody else seen this error? Dude, that's weird. The ads all seem to be still working guessing this may be a Facebook error glitch. Yeah, that sounds like, um, that sounds like a glitch. Don't touch anything. Don't edit anything. Um, the ads are still running and it's still working. If, if it ain't broke, don't fix it as we say in Tennessee. <laughs> so yeah, I just leave it alone. I think, um, all right, Teddy, I, also, I tried using the new Reels feature with running conversion ads, and they are not a good addition to stories placements. Stick to stories placements. Dude, thanks for sharing that, dude. Uh, I was planning on testing that soon. I was talking to somebody about that this week. 
Um, and I probably will test it still just for us to have a video about it. Um, but I'm glad to have some expectation going into it. So thanks for telling me, man. I appreciate it. Um, see mod comp. Do you recommend a small band getting signed to an indie label like sub pop or XL only if it's a good deal? Um, if only if you get to if you get to keep the majority of equity and uh, complete control over the rights of your music, I would not sign a deal that gives the label more equity than you. That's a bad deal. I would not sign a deal that gives the label control over the future of your art. That's a bad deal. A deal like that turns you into an employee. You always want to be the CEO of your own company. And that means owning your masters, owning the rights to your art, and owning the ability to decide what that art gets to use get to gets to be used for and with. If you if you ever are approached with a deal to relinquish control of that, then you are no longer in charge of your own business. You work for the record label. And I would not recommend signing a record deal that turns you into an employee of any record label. So that's my two cents on that. If it's a good deal, though, yeah, take the infusion of cash and use it as leverage to grow your business more rapidly, for sure. Um, let's see, better no use. Thanks once again. Uh, once you've done the awareness for a week and traffic for a week, do you ever go back to those? Or from there, is it conversion campaigns for every release? And do you just target lookalikes in those? Uh, yeah, after, so after I warm up with awareness and traffic, I just go conversions from there on out. Um, and I keep it conversions from there on out. For Spotify, you know, for running, trying to grow my Instagram following, I use a traffic campaign. Um, and I will use a combination of cold targeting, targeting similar artists and things like that. And uh, I will also use lookalikes. I'm always testing, always trying different things just to see what happens. And every time you start a campaign for a different goal, you know, probably try a cold audience just to kind of be safe to see what happens. Because sometimes, you know, lookalikes don't always translate. My lookalike audience that's based off of people who have watched my ad videos for Spotify doesn't necessarily perform when trying to send traffic to Instagram, say. So always test. But yeah, I usually use um, some form of cold targeting most of the time. Uh, it was a glitch. Okay, good, John. Hey, better no use. Thanks for the super chat. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, mod comp, you're very welcome, man. Um, dude, on that note, uh, we're above an hour, so I'm going to sign off. I have, um, let me see real quick. I have four, yeah, five. I have five more videos to film today for the course that I'm putting together to teach all of this stuff. So I'm going to sign off and film those five videos and then I'm going to edit the rest of that module. And then hopefully next time I'll be able to tell you guys, go to this website and sign up for the presale of uh, this course that I've been working on. Yeah, that's it for this one. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate it. I mean, if you weren't here, it would just be me talking to an empty room on the internet for an hour and that would just be sad. So <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Thank you for asking questions. Thank you for hanging out, for being awesome people. Um, I won't be here next Friday. No live stream next Friday. I'm going to the beach. Uh, I'm taking my kids and my wife to the beach. We're going to go hang out for a few days. So I won't be here next Friday, but the Friday after that will be here two weeks from now. We'll be back here at noon, uh, ready to talk about it again. So I love you guys. Thank you all so much, uh, and I'll catch you in two weeks. Peace. Peace.